human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept! And one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from very hot Scottsdale, Arizona. It's going to be above 110 all this week, so you know we're encouraging everybody to stay in or you know get in the pool. And, and even the pool is, it's too hot outside uh, in the afternoon for the pool. So everybody that lives around here, be careful. It's hot out there. I announced last week that today we'd have PJ Jonas, uh, as our guest. She has a company called Goat Milk Stuff. She has had a conflict. Um, when you have eight children, you often have conflicts and she had one. So she's going to be with us in October and today we're going to have a laid back program and just talk about self-improvement. If you have something you'd like to say or ask or if you just want to talk, uh, give me a call. As I said, it's laid back. Um, it's, t- it's a good time for you to call. The number's 866-613-1612. If you miss that, it's 866-613-1612. <clears throat> Probably like most of you, I've been glued to the, the TV. I don't watch a lot of TV, but... When the Olympics is on, I really have to watch. And I'm blown away by some of the talent I see. It's really quite phenomenal. The the achievements by each athlete, whether they win a medal or not, is, is just astounding, wonderful. I watch it, of course, from a self-improvement point of view. And I watch them in terms of focus. Did you ever see anyone more focused than these athletes? It's amazing. Self-confidence. They have to have self-confidence or they wouldn't be there in the first place. They've honed their ability to a fine point. They have endurance. They have a psychological edge. They have a joy in doing what they do. And if anybody has seen Gabby Douglas, you know what joy she has just getting up there on some of those what I consider life-threatening pieces of equipment. But she smiles, and the whole world smiles with her. It's really wonderful. We've seen, you know, compassion at its best, and we've seen some pretty good cheating as well. Human nature in all forms has been viewed at the Olympics. And if you haven't been watching them, I encourage you to get the last few days because it's really quite encouraging about what we as humans can do. Last night, we took my grandson Jack to an advanced showing of The Odd Life of Timothy Green. It's definitely a children's movie. It's made by Disney. It's for children those of us who've kind of lost the edge in terms of imagination and make-believe um, struggle with it. Some children probably don't. But it's worthwhile. It's about being different and accepting people who are different. 
And in this age of TV and mass media, we all want to be like somebody is showing us we should be. And this movie says, hey, kids, it's okay to be different. If you don't fit the mold, it's okay. Don't get uptight about it. You know, adults might not get it, but children will. The children will understand it. Jack got it exactly. Um, the film's going to be released August the 15th. I urge you to take your children, and I urge you to try to remember back to those days when you were a child and see this movie from a child's point of view. Anyway, it was an interesting evening. This week on the Self-Improvement blog, you're going to see three videos. I have one of John Kabat-Zinn making a presentation to Google on meditation. It's very well done. He ends it with a guided meditation. And if those, and those of you who don't know who John Kabat-Zinn is, he's the, I call him a guru who teaches mindfulness meditation and he's extremely good at what he does, sought after around the world. There's one called Meditation in a Moment and it's absolutely delightful. It's, got little stick figures um, so it has some video and you might think it's simplistic but the idea is that in just a moment's time you can experience the calmness or the results that you get from meditation i really encourage all of you even you you know veteran meditators to take a look at that one and i have one that's a guided meditation it's a delightful thing a brainwave entrainment meditation called Bach to the Future, B-A-C-H, Bach to the Future. And it's really quite lovely. I don't get enough of that one. So, you know, take a look at the self-improvement blogs, uh, videos. They're over in the right-hand column. You know, scroll down a little bit. You'll find all three right there together. <clears throat> I have a guest article today uh, by a woman named Monta Fleming who wrote an article about overcoming fear. And her fear was of speaking up in front of people because she was afraid she would look stupid in their eyes. I have an idea. A lot of you are nodding and saying, oh, yeah, I feel that way sometimes too. Read her article. See how she overcame it. See what she did. It's very much from the heart. Um, Nice little article. For the week, we have articles about happiness, coping skills, self-esteem, health. We have a healthy cookie, a cookie, not cookie, cooking recipe by Holly Clegg. Holly's the author of Trim and Terrific, and we run a recipe of hers every week. This week, we're cooking a seafood and wild rice casserole. I haven't made it yet, but I certainly intend to. It looks wonderful. Her art, her, um, Recipes always come out wonderful, and they're usually um, costing you half the calories that a regular recipe would. And then there's an article titled, Who Needs Self-Help? And I'm going to share that with you. I found it this morning when I was working on the self-improvement blog, and it is so right on for today that I'm just simply going to read you the article. It's written by a woman named Alice Hive, who needs self-help? And she says, A lot of people flee from the term self-help whenever they see it somewhere. For example, in a bookstore, in a magazine, or on the Internet. They wouldn't want to be one of 
those self-help people, the inflection, of course, is mine. The reason for this is that there are a lot of prejudices against self-help, like self-help is for people who are not able to handle their lives, or self-help is for bored old women who don't get laid. Self-help is a big lie for people who want to take your money, or self-help is for failures. None of that has anything to do with self, what self-help is about. If you look at the term self-help and forget about all the cliches and pictures in your head, you get a more accurate picture of what self-help really means. Self-help is for people who want to help themselves. This is, of course, a pretty broad definition. What do those people want to help themselves with? Most of the time, they want to help themselves to be happy, to find peace, to be motivated, to attract and maintain a happy relationship, to have a healthy social life, to find a career they love, to find out what they want, To be more productive. To be financially independent. To spend more time doing what they love. To be healthy and fit. To practice spirituality. To get a deep understanding of the world. She goes on to say, self-help is less about specific skills which you would need for a job, for example, but about life in general. Maybe that's why self-help has such a bad reputation. People think that you've got to have serious problems in life in order to get interested in it. And boy, there must be something wrong with you if you've got problems like that. In fact, I remember a conversation with someone who believed my website was for people with problems, but not for average people. But I, but think about it. Everybody has problems. We want to have things and we don't know how to get them. We want to feel a certain way, but don't know how to get there. We want to be in a certain situation, and we're not there yet. Self-help does nothing else than say, Hey there, you can help yourself and solve this problem. So these are my suggestions. Basically, self-help makes you aware of your responsibility. It's you who can solve your problems. You don't need to wait until the circumstances change, until your parents say yes or until your lover takes you back. You can be happy right now. You can get what you want. Of course, there are people who just want to make money off our misery and are not genuinely interested in helping us, but that's not a problem that's specific to self-help. You can find those people everywhere. If you're turned off by self-help because you think you're getting scammed, there's a good way to dissect between scammers and experts because research, besides researching the subject, If someone promises you results for nothing and no serious investment of time or self-discipline, he's probably a scammer. Self-help is not magic. 
It requires usually a lots of work over a greater amount of time. Ask anyone who's had success in this area. Most people have worked years, not two or three, but more like five to ten, before society would define them as successful. On the inside, it's often different. High-quality self-help material is able to give you new ideas that will change your perspective on the world and your life forever. So even if self-help doesn't make you rich in the first year, it may very well motivate you to become it. So if you can see self-help for what it is, there's a chance that it might change your life in a lot of ways. As long as you get in touch with high-quality material, it can help you no matter who you are or where you are in life. By pointing out that you're responsible and by offering solutions, it only depends on whether you accept that help or not. And all I can say is thank you, Alex Hive, for that amazing article. I think she hit it right on the head. And yes, there are scammers out there, and she is absolutely right. If, if it says it's not going to cost you anything, that it's all free, and if it says it's not going to take any time, that it's going to be uh, instant, <laughs> right, don't walk to the nearest exit. And with that note, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and really begin in earnest to talk more about self-improvement. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Everyone has a belief system that they stand by. It's comfortable and safe. If you believe that a hot stove will burn you, you won't touch it. Sometimes beliefs like this are practical, but some belief systems may be protecting you a little too much. These are the ones that might be holding you back. There's a secret to changing your belief system, and by doing so, achieve goals and live a happier, better life. Start by tuning in to Subconscious Beliefs with Dr. Hein Lambricks, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. 
listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and today we're just having a chat. And generally, a chat involves two people. So if you want to call in and chat, the number is 866-613-1612. And I'd be delighted to to answer your questions or just chat with you about self-improvement or whatever you want to talk about. Um Let's talk a little bit about self-improvement, since that's what we're about. You know, some people <clears throat> really think that as humans we're perfect just the way we are, and we don't need to be bothered with self-improvement. If you're one of those, you know what? I think that's fantastic. Um, just trust your heart, follow it, um, go where it leads you. But most of us want to improve in something, you know. We want to learn something new, something more about our field or something that we haven't studied before. That's self-improvement. We want to feel better. Almost everybody wants to feel better. How do you do that? You know, we want to learn a new skill. We want to be happier. We want to be successful. You know, even the richest people in the world want to get richer. We always want to go forward. Some people want to get on a spiritual path or, or deepen their spiritual work. You know, and we used to think that we had to look to somebody else to help do that for us or to do that for us. But, you know, in all reality, self-improvement is an inside job and you're the only one that can do it. You know, if you need a therapist, go for it. Don't be embarrassed by it. Don't be hesitant. Find somebody that you can work with and go for it. Or a life coach. You know, they'll give you some great tips, things you haven't seen before or heard before. But when it comes down to the bottom line, it's your job. It's about your choice. You have to make the choice that you want to change, how to change, when to change. It's your choice. And you have to do the work to make the change happen. It would be nice if there was a button we could push and things would miraculously change in us. Um, but that just doesn't happen. There are some things that self-improvement is not. And I really want to help you understand that self-improvement is not about perfection. Please, please It does not imply that you have to be perfect in any way. It is about excellence. We all want excellence as as much as we're able to obtain and attain. But it's not about perfection. And it's not about fostering guilt in you. I've heard people who decided that they wanted to meditate an hour a day who said things like, Oh, gee, I only meditated 55 minutes today. When am I going to get that other five in? Oh, come on. 
you, you don't need to be uh, legalistic about it. Get your meditation in. If you have two minutes and you do a great two-minute meditation, yay! You know, if you hear somebody say, oh, I, you know, I said I would journal every day and it's midnight now and I'm so tired and I haven't written in that j- journal, uh, I guess I'll just have to stay up. No, go to bed. Go to bed and get some sleep. The journal will be there tomorrow. Journal about how tired you were. You know, some people think that's an absolute wrong thing to say, that you just should stay up and journal anyway. You know, you be the judge of what's right for you and what's not right for you. But most of all, cut yourself some slack. It's not about guilt. It's not about perfection. It's not about becoming someone or something that you are not. You know, I, in the movie last night, I thought about this and, you know, my analogy is that you're the director and producer of your own movie, your own life film. You know, you make the decisions about what you want that to be. You can make it a horror film. Some people's lives are like horror films, you know. You can make it an adventure. You can make it a drama. We all know drama kings and drama queens, and we want to say, oh, please. Uh, you can make it a love story. You can combine all those. You can have some kind of balance. It's about choice. It's about your choice. Now, you're the main character in your movie, so you do the choosing. Now, you choose your leading man or your leading lady. You choose your support cast by the people that you surround yourself with. You actually write the plot of your own story by the decisions you make and the things you choose. And you create the ending. Do you want it to be a happy ending, a cliffhanger, something sad? Now, what do you want your movie to look at, look like? Um, it, it's totally up to you. We say we create our own reality, and in all actuality, that's true. We do it by the decisions we make, the thoughts we think, the emotions we endure or foster. Um, so, you know, the big question is, where do you start? Basically, all self-improvement has to start with self-examination, self-awareness, and a very clear goal Um, there's all kinds of areas to do this examination in what area do you want to improve you know you may want to improve your physical self and we're going to talk about that in a minute your emotional self do you you know find that you're always angry always upset you know do you have road rage if so you may want to do a little work on your emotional self your spiritual self, are you satisfied with that? You know, is your belief system in place? We'll talk about that much more. Your energetic self, you know, do you find yourself running out of energy by 8 o'clock in the morning when you got up at 7.30? Now, how do you maintain high energy throughout your day? How do you rest and relax when you need to? What about your mental intellectual self? Do you feed it? Do you ever read you know, what do you do to feed your mind? There's a wonderful commercial for uh, something that you dust with, and she gets the shelves dusted so quick 
she finds a book and she says, Oh, I'm going to read one of these things, which always amuses me because I think, My goodness, lady, you should have one of those going all the time. What about your relationship self? Do you need to work there? Are your relationships what you want them to be? Take a look. Your habitual self, do you have habits that you really don't want? You know, maybe you smoke like a chimney and would really like to stop. You know, do you twirl your hair until you start pulling it out? You know, what do you do that's habitual that you'd really like to stop? All of these are areas that you can do some self-examination uh, in you know the lottery lottery <clears throat> advertises you can't win if you don't play in our game you can't improve if you don't know what you want if you don't know where you want to improve you're not going to go anywhere it's like that trip with no map you may never get there so let's start with a physical assessment how do you do this first of all try to drop judgment it's you you're looking at you know, to do this evaluation, do this self-assessment with some degree of love, with some degree of open mind, with some degree of forgiveness for what you see. And here's what, here's what I would do. If I was going about doing my physical assessment, here's what I would do. Now, you start by standing in front of a full-length mirror, nude. So you can really see your body. And if you have a mirror so you can see the front and the back, that's even better. And I know I can almost feel some of you cringing. But, you know, let's take a good look at your body. Some of you never look at it. You just stay covered up all the time. Your body is beautiful. Even if it's a little out of shape, it's beautiful. And it's the only one you have. So when you're examining it, notice your body proportions. Are they the way you want them? Now, where is the excess weight or where is the need for some weight if you have that? Now, what are your muscles like? Do you see some muscle definition? Now, what's your posture like? Do you need to stand up straighter? Do you have a perpetual slump? Now, try this. Smile at yourself and see what that does to your body and how it makes you feel about yourself. And then do the same thing with a frown. See the difference. Notice the difference in the way your body feels and the way your body responds to a frown that's different from when you smiled. Become the objective observer as you go through a week or two. You know, you don't need to do this all in one day, and you can put your clothes back on for the rest of it. Um, but spend some time looking at your body and see what you want to improve. You may be able to solve your problem with some wonderful lotion that makes your skin smoother or, you know, a little bit of exercise to firm you up. You may need to go on some radical program. I don't know. You know your body. Take a look. Uh, as you go through your week, become aware of other things about your physicality. Now, how's your endurance? How far can you walk briskly without being too tired to talk? Can you jog? Can you run? Can you climb stairs? You know, what, what are you going to do about it if you're winded before you can even get to the stairs? Um, there's a place to start planning a program for yourself. You know, what about your flexibility? Are you flexible enough to get down on the floor and play with your kids? You know, are you flexible enough to do yoga? You know, what about your speed? How fast can you go? Can you get there ahead of everybody else or are you always the last one? How fast do you heal? 
You know, if you get a scratch, I have a new puppy and my poor arms are all scratched up. And I'm here to tell you that I heal really fast. How do you heal? Um, you know, what would that indicate if you're very slow? It may, may mean you need to look at your nutrition or take some supplements. Now, how well do you digest your food? You know, do you go into a food coma right after you have lunch or dinner? Um, are you still full three or four hours after? You know, do you always feel hungry? What about that? How well do you sleep? How many hours of sleep do you get? How many times do you wake up at night? You know, can you relax? Are you able to relax? What helps you do this? Once you've got your answers from your physical assessment, make a plan on how to make the corrections. Now, find some fun ways to make the changes. Let's say you need more energy or you need exercise. You may need to burn some calories off to lose some weight. Find a fun way to do that. If you like to dance, then why not see that you dance more, even if it means you have to sign up for a dance class. Sign up for some salsa or some swing or something that really makes you move. Whatever floats your boat, but get yourself moving. You know, Find ways to have fun with your self-improvement. Self-improvement doesn't have to be an unhappy, dreadful kind of thing that you just absolutely feel you must do, but you dread it all day long. No, make it something fun. It should be fun. We're going to talk more about assessment and areas to assess and how you go about it. Just give you some tips, but right now it's time for our break. So stay tuned for more self-improvement tips. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show saying, I'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on voiceamericakids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Step up to the microphone is an exclusive presentation for voiceamerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at voiceamericakids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to voiceamericakids.tv. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and today we're just rambling a little bit about self-improvement, how to go about assessment, uh, deciding where it is you need to work. We talked about making a physical ex- assessment, and there's another assessment that I think is really very, very important, and it comes to us from the field of positive psychology, and that's an assessment of your overall strengths. Now, a lot of you who are in self-improvement seem to think that you don't have any strengths, you're not okay, we come from a a place of I'm not good enough, oh, come on, let's get rid of that, go to a website I'm about to give you and do an assessment of your overall strengths as a human being. It's done by the University of Pennsylvania, the Positive Psychology Department. You can Google Positive psychology or authentic happiness. Authentic happiness. And when you do that, you'll find their, their long set of questionnaires. There's more than one. I would suggest you do all of them. Do all of the assessments and, and read all the, the material they give you as feedback because it's quite phenomenal. And you will find areas of strength that you may not have been aware of. And you might get some really lovely surprises. And then you can plan some self-improvement based on these strengths. How to hone in on them. How to you know, sharpen the skills you have in those areas. They may even lead you into some new directions that you hadn't considered before. So... You know, go to Authentic Happiness or the Positive Psychology site at Pennsylvania State University. I'm sorry, University of Pennsylvania. And do, do their assessment. Other assessments you can do yourself. And they're very easy. It's a matter of asking yourself questions like your career assessment. You ask yourself the big question, do I enjoy my work? Uh, can I, you know, Get excited about getting up in the morning to go do what it is I do every day. You know, the answer to those two questions is going to tell you whether you're in the right place. Then ask yourself, what would you love to do more than anything else in the world? What do you enjoy? How do you get there? You know, we've been watching a program called The Deadliest Catch about crab fishermen up in the Bering Sea. And some of them absolutely love doing what they do. I can't imagine it, but they love doing what they do and they can't wait to get out there to catch more crab. I much prefer eating them than catching them, especially after watching that. Now, what are the best self-assessment tools? Meditation and journaling. What are the best self-improvement tools? Same answer. Meditation and journaling. Make yourself a list of questions that you want to explore. This is insider work. And you do it, guess how? You do it in meditation and using journaling. Um, If you don't know how to do those, watch those videos on the self-improvement blog. Uh, find something about journaling, but it's basically about getting yourself still, quiet, relaxed, and about writing down what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're wanting. And those two pieces 
are really the foundational uh, cornerstones of any self-improvement endeavor. Now, um, some questions that you might want to take to meditation with, and you'll love this one. Who am I? You'll find that the answer changes as you get older, as you do more self-discovery work, more inner work. Uh, your definition gets much more interesting. And if you define yourself as so-and-so's husband or wife, as so-and-so's mother or father, if you define yourself according to your occupation, um, your gender, your ethnicity, then you really have a lot of work to do in this area. So sit quietly with yourself and say, Who am I? And trust the information that you get. Now, we were taught very early on in school that we had a conscience that told us what right and wrong was. This conscience, now we know, is inner guidance. And if you access it frequently in a relaxed state, you're going to get some wonderful answers that come from within you. This is inner work at its best. Another question. What's good about me? What is really good about me? And let the answers come. You know, the answers don't always come while you're sitting there. You know, they sort of bubble up when you're doing something else. When your conscious mind is on something else, sometimes your subconscious mind will feed up these wonderful responses. So you need to pay attention. Then ask in meditation, what do I need to improve? Uh, and sometimes you get hints from things you learn about yourself. A few years ago, when I first started doing hypnosis, I worked in a, a weight loss clinic, and we made tapes for everybody who came in. That's back in the days we used tape before the CDs came along even. And that kind of dates me, doesn't it? Anyway, I made this tape, and my client forgot it. And I thought, well, I'm going to listen to this because I hadn't heard myself doing a session. And I listened to it, and I was absolutely shocked, appalled at how I sounded. I had this very decided Texas twang, West Texas twang. And if you've ever lived in West Texas, you know exactly what I mean. Sometimes when I get excited or talk too fast, I still have it. I have to be very, very careful and watch how I speak so that twang doesn't come back. But I made a real effort for a long, long time to change the way I sound. Now, I'm very, I'm very uh, uh, sensitive to dialects and to nuances in speech. If I go to the south, uh, if I'm in the deep south, it takes me about five minutes before you think that I'm a native of Georgia or Alabama or wherever it is I am. So I have to be really careful. Another question is, what do my thoughts and self-talk tell me about myself? And listen to yourself. Pay attention. You'll get responses in meditation or when you're quiet. You'll get hints um, as to, to what you're saying to yourself. For instance, you know, when you really mess up, when you screw something up big time, what do you say to yourself? Do you say, how can you be so stupid? Or do you say, oh, that was really dumb. You're never going to get it. You know, do you say stuff like that or do you say, 
that's okay. You'll get it right the next time. Or do you ask, what can I learn from that? You know, all self-improvement comes from those kind of questions. Another thing to ask yourself in meditation is, what's my excuse for not doing what I want to do? What's my excuse? What are my excuses? Let your excuses float up. And then you have areas that you know you need to work in. The big question, another big question is, do I know what I want? What do I want? Big question, and some of us can't answer it. You've got to know what you're going to, you got, you've got to know what you want if you think you're ever going to get it. You have to have a clear goal. And this is where all these wonderful visualization practices come into play. And if you don't know how to do that, that's another good thing to Google. And here's the biggie, and this is one of my soapboxes. What do I believe that I wasn't told, that I was, what do I believe that I wasn't told I have to believe? Now, when we're growing up, our parents tell us a lot of things with great authority, and we buy in because we don't have any other options. So this is a biggie. You know, there's a saying, if you don't know what you stand for, you'll fall for anything. And that's really true. Do you know what you believe about the major areas of your life? Have you thought any of them through? Now, what does it mean, you know, to a starter, what does it mean to be human? Do you believe all human beings are good? Or do you buy into the fact that we're all sinners from the get-go? You know, what you believe about that one thing is going to color every facet of your life. So what does it mean to you, just to you, not to anybody else, but to you, what does it mean to be human? What do you believe about God or a supreme being? You know, what do you believe about religion and spirituality? Another huge one. Many people still hang on to the beliefs they were taught as a child because they're afraid not to or they haven't given it any thought. And yet it has everything to do with who you are and what you see as your outcome. Uh, because you're all, we're all going to die. What do you believe about death? Another good question. What do you believe? What do you believe about freedom? Now, what do you believe about choice? Are you free to make your own choice? What do you believe about work? What do you believe about children? About relationships? Now, if you're a man, what do you believe about the role of a man? If you're a woman, what do you believe about the role of women? Is one superior? If so, who? Um, think it through for yourself. Now, spend some time with each of these. You'll find many, many more. Sit with the questions. Now, get yourself relaxed. And then write about it. Write your thoughts. When you finish your meditation, write down what you experienced. Even if it was, I had 10 million thoughts about what I was going to do when I get to work today. Okay. 
you gave it your best shot. You know, always start your meditation with some deep, relaxing breaths. Get yourself centered, grounded, and then try to find the silence. It's so incredibly rich. Now, since meditation and journaling are your most important tools, let's take a look at them. And, you know, it's important that we do this. Your meditation has to be very, very personal. You have to find a way that works for you. It's like a lot of other things. There are people who say they have the only way that is proper to meditate. No, they don't. You know, what works for you? Do a Google search. You're going to find pages and pages and pages uh, of results for a Google search on meditation. You know, take a look at some of them. See what seems right to you. Do a YouTube search. There's so much really great stuff on YouTube. There's meditations, guided meditations, music for meditation, you know, wonderful scenery to watch as you get yourself still. Beautiful stuff. You know, go to Amazon.com and do a search about meditation. You're going to find all kinds of things there. The, the results are just limitless. You know, if you're on a spiritual path, or if you're not, go to SoundsTrue.com. It's just like it says, SoundsTrue.com. They have a large selection of books, the audios, videos, um, and they have a website that they call www.withinsight.com, withinsight.com. They have different meditations for you to work with, and they're really very good. The Chopra Center does a 21-day meditation a number of times a year. They're wonderful. Tap into them. You know, um, the one I have on the website called Back to the Future uses brainwave entrainment. And there are other places that do that as well. There's a group called Holosync. Um, they're with a, an organization called Centerpoint with an E at the end. Holosync that uses brainwave entrainment meditation and another one called Life Flow. I just discovered Life Flow and I'm really excited about it. Most of these give you a download that lets you experience it, and I encourage you to do that, especially, you know, I just discovered Life Flow, and it's just that um, lifeflow.org, actually, lifeflow.org. Go there, take a look. They have a 14-minute um, session that you can try, and it's really lovely, and you will notice the change as you listen to that 14 minute meditation you'll be you'll be very aware of the relaxation that's taking place within your being and on that note it's time for us to take another break this is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned we'll be back with more We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Rochelle and Jeff from Travel Hub Radio with another Travel Hub tip. 
You're late for your flight, and there is a long line at the security checkpoint. What can you do as a traveler to improve time and efficiency and make your flight quickly? One idea is to take everything out of your pockets, such as sunglasses, cell phones, PDAs, pagers, and other metal and electronic objects. Put them in an easily accessible pocket on your carry-on luggage. If security asks you to display or operate these items, they're right there. Plus, you won't hold up the line when you have to do the walk. A metal belt buckle or a wristwatch is usually not a problem, but be aware of them and ready to remove them quickly if needed. Wear comfortable shoes that can be quickly slipped off and on if you are asked to remove them. Most of all, if the security personnel give you specific directions or ask you a question, don't argue. Just comply and cooperate. It's not personal. They're just doing their job. For traveling tips and much more, make sure you tune into Travel Hub Radio or listen to the show archives and podcast right here on World Talk Radio and at TravelHubRadio.com. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon saying, you know, I don't know whether you are, but I'm having an awful lot of fun today. Um, I didn't know I could talk uninterrupted for an hour. I knew I liked to talk, but this is this is really a lot of fun, and, and I hope it is for you as well. We were talking about meditation. Um, there's so many benefits f- that you get from meditation uh, that all enhance your self-improvement efforts. You know, you have psychological benefits. Y- your confidence increases. Your emotional stability increases. You know, your relationship quality increases. You know, you have physiological effects. Your blood pressure goes down. Your anxiety uh, comes under control. You know, and the spiritual benefits are just endless. So, you know, if I sound like I'm on a soapbox, it's because I am. You can't get, you, I guess you can get too much meditation, but, you know, it's, you can, you can get benefits even if you can only meditate a couple minutes a day. So look into it and see if you can make it a part of your life as well. If we have time, we'll go into a little bit more of how it works, but, um, for right now, let's move on a little bit because there are other things that are wonderful self-improvement tools as well. We mentioned journaling, and basically that's just writing. But you need to get yourself a book to write in, whether it's a three-leaf, you know, a loose-leaf notebook, a spiral notebook, or one of the lovely books you can get in a bookstore. Get something that you set aside for your journal and Set aside a time of day, whether that's when you first get up or just before you go to bed or you know, when you get home from work. You try to have a time that you set aside for you and a time that you write in your journal. And if you have time to do it right after meditation, that's really wonderful. Uh, but writing 
it sort of connects everything together, your mental, physical, psychological, you know, conscious, subconscious, all of those uh, seem to gel together when you write it down. So, you know, take a look at it and see if it works for you. There's some other things that I recommend that have some really wonderful results. And one of them is appreciation. We don't think enough about the things that we appreciate in our life. There's a wonderful uh, group called Abraham Hicks. It's abraham-hicks.com. If you want to look them up on the Internet, they've been around for a long time talking about manifesting what you want. Um, they They lead you in rampages of appreciation. And I just love the term. Have a rampage of appreciation. You know, just sit and write as many things that you appreciate as you possibly can. You know, I always start off with appreciating the breath. Where would I be if I couldn't breathe? I'd be in real trouble and I wouldn't be here very long. Um, appreciation. What do you appreciate? Look for it everywhere you go. Look for things you appreciate. While you're driving to work, what do you appreciate? When you get to work, what do you appreciate? When you get home, what do you appreciate? What do you appreciate about your life, about yourself, about your spouse, about your friends? What do you appreciate? Affirmations are another area that give you great help, and mainly that's because The more you repeat something, the more your subconscious mind has a tendency to buy into it. But you have to do them in a way that gives them meaning. Now, the one affirmation that we all know is Norman Vincent Peale's, every day in every way I'm getting better, better, and better. And a lot of people say that in a sing-song way. When I was first introduced to affirmations, that the one, that is, that's the one that was given to me. And she told me to say it a hundred times every day. And I'd sit there and say, every day in every way, I'm getting better, better, and better. And then something in me would say, no, you're not. Nobody told me I had to have buy-in. Nobody told me that I needed to say it with belief, with meaning, with feeling. When you do that, when you affirm something that you want, you affirm it as if you had it. And before long, you're going to begin to notice some wonderful changes taking place. Um, If you... Listen to, if you've heard this show and you listen to, um, Yvonne Perry talk about her book, Shifting into Pure Consciousness, you know, and you got that book, and I encourage you to get her book, Shifting into Pure Consciousness. She has some of the best affirmations I've ever read. And one of my favorites is, I deserve the best in all areas of my life. I deserve the best in all areas of my life. Think about what it would be if you really believed that and attracted the best to yourself. Self-hypnosis is another wonderful tool. You know, go online and Google it. Now, I'm going to give you this little piece of advice. If they don't give you a sample to listen to, just keep going. It's important that the voice of the hypnotist be something that's pleasing to you. 
but look them over. You know, there are a lot of self-hypnosis programs out there. Be sure you get one that feels right to you. Uh, if it doesn't, just keep going. There's plenty more ahead of time, ahead of you. Uh, a lot of people ask me what books I like. Literature is a wonderful source. You know, search. You know, some of my favorites are Nathaniel Brandon's books on self-esteem. They're really wonderful. They're a little old now. Gary Spinell's books, It Was You All Along and Beyond Intent, are fantastic. The Autobiography of a Yogi. You know, there's an old book. It's 107 years old called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen about the power of your thoughts and the power of your mind. Um, wonderful stuff. So, you know, do a lot of Google searches. And you were, we're right at the end of the show, and it's at this point that I would ask my guests, what are the final words you'd like to leave our listeners with? And here's what I want to leave you with. Your improvement is your responsibility. Nobody else can do it for you. Start with the fact that you're a magnificent human being with potential you may not have dreamed of and get to know and appreciate yourself right now. And then fine-tune those talents and abilities. This is self-improvement at its best. Next week's guest is Diane Collins, who's going to be asking and answering the question, Do You Quantum Think?, This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying, hey, it was really fun just chatting with you today, even if it was a one-sided conversation. Come back and join us next week with Diane Collins. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed in the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.